across the country, we are with you, bringing mobs together by Warangari Media and well and truly getting into the Pilbara with uh, Ngata Radio. Uh, Jody Bell, our CEO, has uh, done a superb job uh, last year bringing Indigenous uh, movies to Broome for the very, very first time. It's all been a part of uh, the Cinefest Oz uh, calendar and uh, she's currently down south, in fact, uh, perhaps walking uh, the red carpet at times, but uh, certainly (laughs) getting a preview on what's happening when it comes to fine, fabulous Australian movies uh, that are being released. Uh, Jodie, welcome. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, listeners. Oh, good morning. Are you all wrapped up there? I'm actually not. I'm sitting out in the sun. It's actually sunny, blue sky, a little bit cold for me, but I'm still sitting out in the sun, so I'm feeling all right. <laughs> but at night, you're definitely wrapped up at night. <laughs> Cinefest Oz takes part around many different uh, southwest towns of Western Australia. What's your location now? Yes, at the moment I'm in Bustleton. Um, but yes, the, the, the main Cinefest Festival, which is what I'm at now, um, includes Bustleton, Bunbury, Margaret River, Yelling Up and Augusta. So have you had to follow the, the trail? Um, I have. We um, had an opening night in Bunbury on Tuesday night with um, the Deadly Indigenous Shorts set, which was uh, a showcase of seven Indigenous shorts. And then I was in Margaret River last night and I'm in Bustleton today and then I'm going back to Margaret River tonight and then back to Bustleton tomorrow. And yeah, <laughs> so it's a bit of travelling. <laughs> and uh, seven uh, different Indigenous shorts. Uh, tell us more. Yeah, so we've actually got a um, so the Indigenous Festivals program, which runs through the whole festival, is not just shorts. It's also features. Um, it's also having Indigenous film guests in schools, uh, which I help curate, and having Indigenous film guests um, talking at the industry program. So, but the Deadly Indigenous Shorts program, we've had we're having three screenings, and that's got seven films in it. Um, two which have got Kimberly ties, so one that's been produced um, by. And, and written by Malika Producer, uh, so local Ningana girl that lives in Broome. And um, it's sort of her story about her family going back to country um, at Baljinger and Lower Liveringa on the Fitzroy River there. And then there's another film called Malu Man, which is written and directed by Zach James, who's actually um, a Wongai man from Kalgoorlie Way, Yamaji man. Um, but he's also did spend some time living in Kununurra and Wyndham, but also Brooke Collard, who lives in Broome now, um, produced that film. So, yeah, so that's our two of the out of the films um, that have got sort of Kimberley connections. But then we've also got a feature this year in our program, Keeping Hope, which is a feature documentary that Mark Colesmith has helped write and he presents on it, which is, um, yeah, about sort of talking and um, discussing the issue of youth suicide in Kimberley. And so that will be going on to NITV into the future. But at the moment, that's featuring here as a doco that's playing as part of the features program. In fact, that is scheduled for the 10th of September from what I gather. Uh, yes, that's what it's going on to NITV, yeah. So, yes, which when it'll be available to anybody to watch. So, yeah. So, any major films uh, this year from Aboriginal uh, writers, directors? Um, well, yeah, we've, we've got um, 
four features in the program that are Indigenous. Um, so there's Mark's Keeping Hope, which is also directed by Tyson Marin from Robin. Um, and then there is a feature doco called Kindred, which was um, co-directed by Gillian Moody and Adrian Russell-Wills, who are both from New South Wales Way. And um, that's a documentary following their life as um, Aboriginal children who were adopted into non-Aboriginal families and grew up that way and then sort of how different it's been for them in finding their family and sort of finding their connections back to their their mob. Um, and that's a really, really beautiful documentary. And then we've also got the Blackfellow Films documentary, um, The Dark Emu Story, which is playing as well. So that's the story... Um, behind Bruce Pascoe and his writing of the Dark Emu book and sort of and the what he's had to deal with following the release of that book and how so many people have questioned not just his identity but also the authenticity of himself as an Aboriginal person but also the authenticity of his story and the story he's telling in um, the Dark Emu book. And so there's that. And then we have um, the new boy, Warwick Thornton's film, is also playing here. I don't know about Warwick Thornton being a new boy, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for Firebite tonight. (laughs) The next episode there. He's got me blood sucked in with uh, that one, Jodie. That's right. And we also have Jump Claire here, of course. Um, Amazing Jump. So she's actually doing a Q&A today at the Industry Day um, about her journey and what she's up to next and sort of how she's worked through, yeah, so coming from being a brand new day baby, basically, um, with her mum and then coming through right through to where she is today in her career. So. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. In fact, I was just going to ask about Jab and uh, uh, the success that she's had uh, with Sweet As. It's been enormous. Yes. Oh, it's been huge. Um, she's still, you know, it, it's been great for her. She's, you know, she's been able to travel around the world taking uh, Sweet As to many, many festivals. So many, many people are getting to see her film, see her story, and um, are getting to enjoy that movie um and but it also for her career wise she's been it's opened so many doors for her um and she's really hot property at the moment in australia people are wanting her to um you know direct and become come onto projects as part of their creative team which is just awesome yeah well no wonder we haven't seen her around premises on her little posty bike of late that's right <laughs> yeah she's been she's been in sydney um directing total control the abc drama series so season three of that so that's where she's been hiding away for the last six months. Wow, that's a nice little gem to know about. That's it, right. <laughs> it's amazing where First Nation people have gone over the last, uh, oh, five years and the growth in the, the film industry. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you know, it, and that's, it's been a, a really long process to get this way. I mean, particularly, yeah, the government invested a lot of money into developing First Nation filmmakers, probably started doing it sort of like 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, Screen Australia's First Nations Department has their 30th anniversary this year, so that's when they sort of started investing into filmmakers. And some of those first crop of filmmakers that came through the programs they run, like Rachel Perkins and Warwick Thornton, we're seeing the success that they've now done, but that's been a 30-year slog to get them to this point, you know what I mean? And then, but slowly that's been building up, and so we now have this great cohort of filmmakers, and that's one of the things I'm really, really proud of. I mean, we've got this... um, We've got a young film guest here who's 22. He's um, from just outside of Byron Bay, and he's already done three shorts, you know, and he's done them all off his own back. 
Um, this, this one that he's got in the in the in Cinefest this year is his first one that's actually has any sort of funding to it. Prior to that, and his other films have also played at Cinefest, and they've been great little films. They've also gone to places like St Kilda Film Festival and some of the other bigger festivals. Um, and he's just a young Aboriginal boy from the bush in New South Wales, and he just wants to tell his family stories, you know, and it's um, been great. So it's just good seeing people like that. And so now he's, like, quite keen. It's like, how do I now make just my career rather than just my hobby, you know? And I think we're seeing so many sort of people like that um, coming up in the industry, which has been awesome. Well, you've seen a lot, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Brooke, uh, a little earlier on uh, yes. with uh, her directing. She's also been assisting you uh, over yes. a, a few years. You're also the uh, producer uh, come persons uh, when it uh, <laughs> uh, focuses on what happens here at Gulati Media with uh, uh, Ramu Productions. Uh, yeah, yeah. How does it make you feel uh, just rubbing shoulders with everyone? Oh, I mean, it feels good, but it also feels good to be able to say, and this is what we do in Broome, and I'm really proud that we can do that in Broome and still stay home and do it in Broome. We don't have to come and go, um, you know, so many times early when I first started Galari and I was starting to do producing work for Galari, um, people would say, oh, you're never going to be able to make it work from, you know, remote. You need to move to Sydney. You need to move to Melbourne if you want to be a serious producer. People don't take you seriously. You need to, you know, uproot and move over here. And I'm like, well, no, if that's the case, then I don't want to do this job. I, I want to be able to do a job where I can stay home. Um, my family's, you know, on their country or you know, close enough to their country that we can get back to country very easily. And I just don't want that lifestyle in the city. And so I'm really proud that we've been able to say, well, actually, we can make it work from remote towns and remote areas. And look at all the talent that comes through Broome. And Galari's been able to help nurture a lot of that talent and get those that talent onto the screens for their first pictures or their first films, their first TV shows, and then they can move to bigger and better things if that's what they want. Or they can choose to stay at home and do it. I mean, you look at Gary. He's just had Gary Hamaguchi. He's um, got a six-part documentary series that he directed currently on NITV, and he hasn't had to move town to like make that happen. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm really proud that I can say that to people when they when I'm rubbing shoulders on the red carpet, I can say, well, actually, I proudly still live in Broome and we make it work for Broome. <laughs> uh, Gary has certainly made it work with Lyra Pinter there. And, yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, telling uh, uh, Natalia's uh, story. Jody, you're soaking up the sun uh, currently in Bustleton. Where to now? Where? Um, well, I'm, I'll be home on Monday. <laughs> Thank goodness. So home on Monday and, yeah, so that's um, good. But, yeah, so just down for the rest of this week, um, we've got industry programs. We've still got – I'm just – Got Kelton Pell walking right across in front of me. He's on the way. He's on the way to a school visit to tell. Hello, Kelvin. <laughs> Kelton. <laughs> he just run past yelling out hi and bye as he walks past. So he's off to um, one of the schools here to just to do a session for an hour, talking about his career. Um, and you know, and it's great. He goes into these sessions and he talks to the young people and he tells his story and he talks about some of the barriers that he's gone, you know, had to face in his life. Um, 
You know, he, he lost his daughter to a suicide and he talks about that and sort of tries to impart to the kids that this is not the way, that's not the answer for your problems. There's always solutions. Um, he plays his ditch. He talks language to them. It's great. So, yeah, and the kids just love him. <laughs> oh, well, we do because he was in Broome last year with us for the first ever focus on First Nations films around yeah. the country. Wow. So the little hot, hot little tip here. Um, the other Indigenous guest we've got down here at Bustleton is Rob Collins. Oh. Very, very handsome man. <laughs> oh. So he's down, he's down here. And um, I reminded him of his days when he used to work for APRA and come to Galari to do music programs. And he's like, oh, my God, I did too. And I'm like, that's right. <laughs> and so he's like really, really keen to come to Tinnifestal's room. So I'm going to see how I can make that happen. <laughs> Oh, that'll be great. Uh, Jody, yeah. you're always moving heaven and earth to uh, 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 get uh, uh, Indigenous writers, directors uh, uh, in the forefront locally. Thank you very much for uh, just sharing uh, the excitement with us coming out of Cinefest Oz on the Indigenous focus with what's happening down there. No worries. And thanks, Sandy, for um, wanting to let us tell that story to the rest of the Broome community so they can all share in it with us. <laughs> Travel safe. Thank you. And you too. Bye. Jodie Bell, our CEO, also the uh, producer, and you must say a uh, director of uh, Ramu uh, Productions, which is uh, a little company that... Uh, functions uh, out of uh, Gladi Media as uh, well, certainly punching well and truly above uh, the weight there, uh, just giving us an insight on uh, the excitement with Cinefest Oz uh, currently happening around uh, the southwest of Western Australia.